Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. In this podcast, we read and analyze stories that we wrote as children, delving into the inner workings of a child genius's mind. I'm Theo. I am the world-famous author of Three Cowboys, Joseph. We have a special guest on this episode. You got to bring on your friend, so I'm bringing on my friend. Also, my wife, Paige. She has a great journal. Just oh. just a friend first, wife second. <laughs> yeah. What we're reading today is my journal from 2003. It's a little odd. I don't have a diary or a journal from any time before 2003 or any time after. Wow. So this is the only look you get into my headspace. I haven't read this journal yet, so you're going to get authentic reactions from me. And I really know that as a child, I was weird. Wait, weird in what way? It was like I would put my shoes on the wrong foot and I spelled everything wrong. Okay, I'll give you an example because it's my mom's favorite story about me. So when I was a kid, my mom let us dress ourselves for school, Mm. kind of getting that kind of autonomy as a person kind of going where we're not just being told what to do. And I came down for school and I was wearing these plaid shorts that were like purple and red and brown and they were plaid. And then the shirt that I was wearing was like horizontal colors of blue all different kinds of color of blue. (laughs) And my mom was like, now, Paige, do you really think that matches? And I said, yes, mom, because the brown is like the earth and the blue is like the sky. Nice. And she was just like, all right, I guess go to school like that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not that the outfit matches with itself. It's that the outfit matches with the, the world, you, which <laughs> apparently was kind of a desolate wasteland, like brown. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it was just like there's tons of stories of like me just like not thinking about things matching together, but being like, this is how the earth works. So it seems <laughs> fine. So I wonder if you saw other kids at school and they were wearing like. I don't know, hot pink or something. You're like, that is not a color of the earth. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Wow, you were so in touch with the earth. (laughs) So in touch. (laughs) <laughs> well, my my bigger concern with that story is who bought you purple, brown, plaid pants? <laughs> That's the bigger problem is who purchased those. I can't even <laughs> picture it. So we've got this <laughs> diary from Paige. And I have to say... 
She says she hasn't read it, but I know she has a long time ago with me one time, and I was dying. But we read it like a long time ago, so <laughs> I don't remember most of it either. So I'm pretty excited. To be honest, I feel like she's reading it right now. She keeps looking off the screen down at her desk. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I'm looking at the first page, which I'm not going to lie, I keep looking at it and it's making me giggle again. And I know that this is like the child genius podcast, but this child uh-huh. who wrote this is not a genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about today? Oh my gosh. And this is just kind of random di- digression, but... You know how people love to read things that kids say or kids wrote? Yeah. How many podcasts, this is totally just tooting my own horn, or our own collective horn. I made that weird. Um, <laughs> Quit hogging the horn. I want some of the horn. <laughs> Stop tooting the horn. All right. So how many podcasts out there actually interview the people who wrote the thing that they wrote when they were a kid. Yeah. Because kids write funny things, but to be able to talk to the adults who are the same person as the kid that wrote that is pretty fun. The, I mean, honestly, yeah. The The real problem with podcasts is no one else is really willing to do the legwork. That's right. You know? That's my complaint about every other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the real legwork is finding kids that write funny stuff and waiting for them to grow into adults so that we can finally right. interview them. I mean, we've had our eyes on this diary for 20 years. <laughs> 20. And uh, so finally, you're old enough to talk about it, Paige. And we're yeah. old men, but we want to... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, one of us needs to develop some sort of rapid aging chamber. We make a kid write a story and then put them in it and suddenly they're like our age. That would be perfect. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. But they probably wouldn't learn anything while they're in the rapid aging chamber. So it would like sort of ruin their lives. <laughs> so they would sound like exactly the same kid, but they'd be like 30 yeah, right. years old. Yeah. Well, can, can we start with just, I just want to say that the front cover of this book says Harry Potter. And it's got the four houses, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, Slytherin. Nice. It definitely looks like from the cover that you're about to read Harry Potter. I don't know <laughs> why it doesn't yeah. say diary or journal or anything like that. It just says Harry Potter. It looks Potter. like it might be some like collector's edition or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm assuming you were into Harry Potter also. Oh, very much so. Yes. Just, yeah, yes. You and Joe's. Oh, yeah, you guys met on a Quidditch team, yes. right? Yes, That's right. we did meet playing Quidditch. <laughs> I was going to say, before we get all the way in, inside the front cover says two page from Rachel, Mary Churstmas. So <laughs> oh I can't remember God. what episode it was, but we came up with Chismas and Chistmas. Now there's also yeah. Churstmas. How can we keep up with all of this? <laughs> well, I, I it's okay, Theo, because we have a general time of year for Chismas and Chismas, but Churstmas only occurs in 2003, <laughs> according to this. It just says Merry Churstmas 2003. So Churstmas already passed. It'll never happen again. Oh, thank goodness. Only Churstmas there's ever been, I guess. Yeah. I'm so excited to see how many other ways kids misspell Christmas. So let's get into it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to read it? Sure. So it actually says, I meant Dear Diary. It actually says Dear Deary because it's spelled (laughs) D-I-R-E-Y. I I actually like that spelling better. Oh, my dearest dear (laughs) Deary. Dear Diary. I read it as Diary. I read it as, if I just, somebody asked me to read it, I would say Dear Dury. Probably is how I would say it. Do you think Dury was the was your nickname for your diary? <laughs> Dear Dury. Knowing myself that this is a hundred percent how I thought diary was spelled. 
knowing myself. I like the idea of a diary being named Dury, though. <laughs> it's in general not a great name for anything, but... This is my computer named Compotter. <laughs> Uh, I just renamed my computer. That's my computer's <laughs> official name now. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Harry Compotter. All right. Okay. So, all right. I'm just going to read the entire thing and then we can discuss it because it's like one sentence. So I say, <laughs> dear Dury, today I went to school. The same. I went to art and basketball. I guess it was another boring day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is just really funny to me because I don't know why I wrote it down. I don't know why <laughs> I decided that this was something that should just be kept forever. Me having a boring day. Be- because yeah, you think about it, like I could understand if you were in the middle of your diary and you just wanted to make sure you were writing something every day and you said <laughs> it was just boring. This is the first entry. Like you could have said, I'm just going to start tomorrow when I do something interesting. <laughs> you started with <laughs> same as usual. It's the same day as all the others. Boring. Yeah. Spoiler for the rest of the dury, but you, you also don't <laughs> write an entry every day. So this, yeah. this was a specific day that, that you felt the need. To say that it was just another boring day. I went to school the same. <laughs> I went to school, it was boring, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's so funny. Like, I don't remember thinking entire days were boring when I was a kid. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I had this whole like wonderful fantasy of Quest of the Dragon, you know, twirling around in my head. But <laughs> and you I, also I you thought don't... every day you were going to get promoted to the next grade. You're going to skip a grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my diary or sorry, my diary would have just been didn't skip the grade today either. The same. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was another boring day. Well, that's actually something that I wanted to bring up that I find just really confusing about myself as well. Like, I feel like most kids, because life is still like new and different and every day is like you're a kid, you know, you've got a lot of creativity going on. You would assume mm. you have a lot of creativity. Right. The, at least what I remember from this diary, there's a lot of just I'm bored of life. <laughs> and it almost like reminds me of like what I am now or like a 30 year old where it's just like, ugh, boring monotony. It's like, why was I yeah. 10 years old and just being like, I'm bored with life already. Like I'm over this, you know, clock in, clock out the rat race. <laughs> I do have a theory about that. And this is just because I know you so well, but when you were younger, it did seem like you wanted to be older than you were when you were younger. And that's why when you were younger, you you, you drank coffee like way before any of your friends drank coffee. Whoa. And you just seemed like you kind of wanted to be this like, oh, I'm just uh, an adult woman going to my school <laughs> and uh, went to school the same. It was just another boring day. Like you said, clock in, clock out. No, like I, I get that. But none of these acts were... I feel like normally you think about it as a kid and you're like, I intentionally want to do this or be this. Mm -hmm. But none of the acts that I did, like drinking coffee, it wasn't intentional for me being old, like wanting to be older. It was just, I liked coffee. I literally hid it from my parents. I hid it that I drank it from anybody 
because I didn't want to get in trouble because I wanted to continue <laughs> to drink coffee. So I would like go down in the morning before people would wake up. Yeah. I'd pour a little bit of coffee into one of our like plastic cups that we would drink juice or water or whatever out of. Yeah. I would hide it in the dining room that we had because we had like a kitchen where we ate and then we had like a formal dining room and then other rooms. So I'd hide it in the dining room that we never used mm. behind like this stack of papers. And then I'd go back upstairs and then I'd come down and I would like grab the cup when my family was awake and I would drink it as if I was drinking juice juice or whatever. And just because I thought I was going to get in trouble for drinking the coffee. Oh my God. Wait, but did you brew the coffee? No, it was like set. It's like one of those ones that had a delayed brew. So like when my parents wake up, the coffee would already be ready. It was really a lot of work for no reason. (laughs) I guess it would be tempting if you did wake up to that smell every day as a kid. I feel like my parents, they drank coffee, but they didn't drink it until they ca- they got into work. I didn't wake up with that coffee smell. Maybe if I had woken up with it as a kid every day, it would have been more enticing. Yeah, my, my dad would always make coffee and I would smell it, but I don't know. My brain was always just like, that's adult stuff. I could not go anywhere near that. <laughs> oh, I was going to say something else. Oh, I have another theory. Sorry. My backup theory <laughs> as to why you sounded so like bored with life mm-hmm. was that it was just your pre-coffee days. You still in your life had not ever oh. had coffee. And that's what you <laughs> needed to be the spark in your life. That sounds more accurate than the <laughs> other one. Uh, well, And it's funny though, because it's like, it's not a bad mood. It's not like a, I'm upset that life is boring. It's like, I'm like, life is pretty boring. Great. Let's do it again. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but, and, and this is mainly because of my first theory, but I, I get more of the feeling, not like, oh, I'm sad. Things are boring, but more of like, I'm above it all. This is just boring to me. All of this school art and basketball. Ugh. I just want to sit at home with my coffee, do adult things. Yeah. Well, we can just keep reading and, and see what else yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Another interesting thing that I would like to just note is that there are some pages, at least one page torn out. Yeah. So I don't know uh, what I said on that, but apparently I did not want other people to know. I kind of wish I had that. You sounded too enthusiastic for one day, and you were just like, today was <laughs> yeah. awesome, and you are like, take that out. This ruins the brand. <laughs> yeah. It's branding for myself. Yeah. The only yeah. person who I thought would read this. She knew this would be on a podcast one day. Right. She had to stick with the brand. <clears throat> okay, so the next entry is... Can, uh, can you read just like the little side notes you've made to yourself? Because oh, I also yes. did that opposite page. Right. Okay, so this just in large, very large letters says... Bring CD to Shelby. A plus. A plus. I mean, that's clearly just like a note to self to to do that. But I yeah. love it because it's such an adult note to self to me. <laughs> yeah. I like this. So it seems like the theme of this episode that Joseph has come up with is <laughs> Paige was an adult as a child. That- <laughs> We're trying to be, I guess. It yeah. also looks like you wrote A plus but connected the plus and the A. I think y'all are giving me way too much credit because I know myself very well from when I was a kid. I think I was trying to draw a star. You know how you like draw a star (laughs) now where you're like, you know how you can do it all with one motion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I could not figure out how people did it and I wanted to learn how to do it really bad and I feel like that was me doing an attempt 
and then just like failing <laughs> really bad and just be like, never mind, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but what, what was your method? <laughs> I don't know. It's so far from a star. It's an A and a plus. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. It, maybe it's just A plus. I do not think I was making A pluses in fourth grade though. I'll tell you that. Maybe you tried a star at first and then it kind of looked like an A and then you were just like, uh, a plus so that you could play it off like you got a good grade on something. A plus, great star. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so bring CD to Shelby. If I had to guess, that CD was probably Metamorphosis by Hilary Duff because we love that CD. Whoa. Just as a fun aside. <laughs> Sorry, this is um, the boy zone. We don't get to reference. <laughs> you, you don't know what I'm talking about. I, I mean, I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I haven't heard the name Hillary Duff in so many years. What happened to you, Hillary? I think she's had some kids. I don't know. I don't really know what she's doing either. Wow. All right. So next page is March 15th, Monday, 2004. Dear Deary, today was Monday. It was pretty good. Mostly the same, but a boy, Patrick, who moved away in first grade, he came back today. It wasn't a big deal because I didn't know him that well. But I think Hunter know him very well. It was like they were never apart. (laughs) Was Hunter one of your friends? I mean, I remember Hunter. I wouldn't really call him like one of my close friends. Uh So this is, again, just I have no idea why I felt like this was relevant information. Yeah, it seems more like you're you're keeping notes about your life more than... uh personal thoughts. It's just impassive narration of things that have happened. But also with, with, some, with some nice touches, like it was like they were never apart. Yeah. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with you, but you know, you thought Hunter and Patrick were good buddies. That's kind of a, a beautiful observation about this friendship <laughs> that you're seeing like across the room or something. Right? I know. Yeah. It feels like I'm like disinterested in my own thoughts and way more interested in what's happening to other people, which like normally I feel like diaries are like really truly centered around like kind of like almost egotistical kind of like everything is about me and this is all of the things that are happening to me and all the thoughts that I'm having and mine are just like, look at these two other people that I kind of know. Like I remember (laughs) Patrick and Hunter and I remember not being super close with them, but I guess I was just like, look at them. They look so happy. And you're actively like, don't worry about me. You constantly say like, like, today was just the same for me. I was bored, whatever. Also, this guy came back. It wasn't a big deal. You had to put that in there. Not a big deal to you, but it was for Hunter. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal because I didn't know him. Normally, I feel like when you read someone's diary, you get to know them a little better. No one would know who I was in 2004 yet. We would know who you knew. Shelby and Hunter and Patrick, Rachel. Yeah, I just realized you're just the narrator. Yeah. You're not a character in the story. Oh my gosh. You've completely taken yourself out of your own life so that you can just be the narrator. Yeah. yeah. But you still have to comment on the fact that you're there and you're bored. But Would these characters do something already? <laughs> God. It's just the same. The same, the same, the same. You know, honestly, that's something that should be in more books is the narrator's there and they're they constantly reinforce it. They are not involved with the story. But they're there. (laughs) The narrator says, and look, I know you think I should have done something to save them, but I wasn't part of it, okay? Or like Quest of the Dragon, you're just also in class. And it's like, I saw this happen. I personally didn't really care. I was kind of bored, but it seemed to matter to Devin. (laughs) 
The next entry is from March 16th, Tuesday, 2004. So just one day later. Two days in a row. All right. Yeah. I hope today's not boring. <laughs> Let's see. So, dear Deary, today was pretty boring. So, swing and a miss. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dear Deary, today was pretty boring. Nothing really happened, except I had no homework. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like to most kids, that would be like this fucking rules like you would just be so yeah. hyped but you're just like no, no 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 it was boring it sucked and everything i mean it was pretty good that i didn't have any i guess if you're twisting my arm about something that happened <laughs> yeah if you insist okay <clears throat> so anyway nothing happened except i had no homework that was pretty good oh yeah which i wrote out Oh, yeah. Oh, three H's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom told me that my dad's cousin is coming. Her name is Elizabeth. I hope she's nice because we're going to go out to dinner. Oh, yeah. It's on Thursday. <laughs> it's also three H's on the second O. So just yeah. both of them are really drawn out. Like, oh, yeah. It's Thursday. <laughs> You would think you would draw out the O sound, not the H sound. What she's doing is, oh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that, that would fit in with the being bored part. So, oh, uh, yeah. My mom told me that my dad's cousin is coming. <laughs> Hope she's nice. I'm getting dinner on Thursday. Yeah. Also, Thursday. Just want to point that out. If we're thinking of holidays and stuff, we should stop coming up with new days for the podcast. But um, yeah. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Whenever you need an extra day in the week. That's what you tell your boss when you don't ever intend to do something. You're just like, oh, I'll do it on Thursday. Oh, I'm assuming they said Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be what they meant, right? When they call you out for not finishing it by Thursday, you say, I'm pretty sure I said Thursday. So that's on you, boss. <laughs> Perfect. You can't get fired for that. <laughs> no, that's illegal. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear about this dinner that you're going to have on Thursday with your dad's cousin, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. I hope that's in here. Okay. Well, I wish I could tell you how that dinner went, but I didn't write about it. <laughs> oh, no. The next entry's in May. May. It's like two months later. <laughs> uh. Well, I do have another page torn out between these. Oh, oh no. Gosh. It was a bad dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That was a bad dinner. Elizabeth wasn't nice. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. I don't remember worrying about whether or not adults were going to be nice. (laughs) I was just sort of like, whatever, I'm probably smarter than they are. (laughs) I feel like most all adults that I interacted with as a kid were nice to me because I was a kid. So I don't know why that would have been a concern (laughs) for me. So, yes. So the next entry is from May 14th, Saturday, 2004, spelled S-A-T-E-R-D-A-Y. New day, Saturday. To to be honest, you know, this and the Thursday thing, the fact that Wednesday exists and it has that spelling, I feel like kids should get a total pass on any day of the week spell. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because if Wednesday can exist, then anything can exist, you know? Yeah. That's probably what I thought. I'll just, I'll just spell it however we want. <laughs> Thursday is not a super hard one. Saturday's not a super hard one either, but maybe you overthought it because of Wednesday. You were like, there's yeah. no way it's spelled like it sounds. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right. I have to that like throw right. some extra letters and stuff in here. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so anyway, Saturday spelled wrong. Dear Deary, today was pretty good. I didn't do much at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bar for good. 
if you have to do anything, it's, ugh, I'm bored. This sucks. Uh. But if you did absolutely nothing, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I didn't do much at all. I did have Alyssa Pettis spend the night, but other than that, nothing really. I got to go to my brother's ball game. They almost won. <laughs> they almost won exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, you seemed really excited. That's a very bolded one. They almost yeah. won. Normally they lose terribly, I guess. <laughs> I guess they did. <laughs> and then I said, that's all for now. Warren coming by. That's her brother. Uh. What's funny to me in this one is like again, I have had I have said nothing of real note. I haven't said anything personal or something that I wouldn't want somebody else to know. And yet I still said that's all for now. Warren's coming by. Like I was trying to not like have Warren read my diary. Yeah. That says nothing. <laughs> that's true. There's like absolutely nothing to hide here. <laughs> oh no, Warren's coming. What if he knows that today was pretty good? <laughs> I also like that you wrote it down. That's such a little kid thing to do to not just yeah. not just think, oh, no, Warren's coming. Better close the book. But to actually feel like you have to write that all down. That's all for now. Warren's coming. Bye. Yeah, I, do, I mean, I guess I don't know the layout of your house. But I, I can't picture how slowly he must have been walking for you to be able to write that <laughs> down and then close it, right? Do you have really long hallways or something? I don't know. Or maybe I just felt like that was the thing that you should write when someone's like coming to look at your diary. But at the same time, it was like there was no real urgency in me because it didn't say anything. So I was just kind of like Warren just casually walked by me and I wrote it down and then shut the book. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Frantically writing Warren coming by and then shutting the diary would make me a lot more suspicious than if someone just kept writing in their diary. My theory is that since you're so bored with this diary, it's kind of like when you're on a phone call and you don't really, you can't really think of a good excuse to get off the phone with someone. And uh, so yeah. you're just like, oh, um, I have to like go now. <laughs> My friend's coming. You're so tired of talking to your diary that you're just like, yeah. uh, that's all for now. <laughs> Warren's coming by. <laughs> like I had to explain myself to this book. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to read it. Okay. So this is May 17th, Monday, 2004. Dear Deary, bad news. I just found out we have to do another writing assessment. Oh, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I hate writing assessments. That's all for now. <laughs> you would think that if I hate writing, like this is the most emotion I think I have shown in this journal yet, Yeah. which is me saying I hate writing assessments, which is funny that I am trying to keep this kind of tragic diary. <laughs> when it's like, I think I apparently hate writing. So anyway, again, I said that's all for now, but I spelled it no. I had no idea what the word was supposed to be. It looks like <laughs> lemon to me. Oh, that, it oh does, no. It does look like lemon. <laughs> it kind of looks like lemon, yeah. That's all for lemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's all for lemon. Doesn't matter. The whole point is that I've never been good at writing assessments, I guess. I hate to say it, but my plan for one of the segments at the end of this episode was going to be a writing assessment. No. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh, I hate writing assessments. That's all for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we skip several days again to the end of the month, May 26th, Wednesday. Okay. So dear Deary, today was awesome. Emily had her birthday today. Everybody was there and it was so much 
Fun. That's all for now. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you've completely deviated from the brand here. Now you're having a great day. Yeah. But still, you've just got your catchphrase. That's all for now. Bye. (laughs) I mean, it's so curt. You might as well be saying end communication. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I've acted like a human long enough. (laughs) Yeah, right. Something else that's funny to me in this is that when I wrote fun, it looks like I so aggressively wrote it that like my pen almost punctured the paper. Yeah. It is huge and it's just like aggressively written. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a little scary. Yeah, you went you went over it several times there. And one very aggressive underline. Only one underline. <laughs> the so before it where it says yeah. so much fun. That's got like probably six or seven underlines underneath it. That's like a full mustache, honestly. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the way you've written fun, I feel like it would be more appropriate to use that same style of writing to write the word murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. I say that, it's like aggressively written. It's like a little scary almost the way that it's written. It's pretty intimidating. I like to think that you weren't big into writing, but you really wanted to express how much fun you had. So instead of describing the fun that you had, you just went over the word fun probably 20 times. There's not really a better word for it. So why not just write it over and over on top of itself? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I feel like a lot of kids, like when Joe first told me what the premise of this podcast was going to be. I was like, that's great. That's so super interesting and funny. Then I was thinking about things that I had written and I was like, I don't know if I ever wrote anything creative. Like this is like the almost the best I can do. And it's just like so mundane. It's just literally what happened to me. No even thoughts about it. It's like barely even what happened to you though. It's like someone is asking you and you don't really want to tell them. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it's like, which is again, like one of my biggest things with this diary is just, why did I do it? What was my prompt? Like, it doesn't seem like I wanted to at all. I do think that the most creative prompt that I ever got in school, my seventh grade geography teacher was insane. Like, actually, I think maybe certifiably insane. And she was just teaching in Alabama public schools. Sounds about right. I'm not kidding. She had Tim, which stood for the invisible man, come in to check our homework. So, so, so Tim would come and check our homework. And sometimes if you didn't do your homework or if you were being bad, then you had to go sit with Gertie, who was a cardboard cutout of a person in the back corner of the room, which was so scary. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say you had to sit with Tim. Surely you would have to sit with Tim, but no, there's another person, Gertie. Yeah, you had to sit with Gertie? Like, that's not Tim's job. That's not, that wasn't in Tim's contract. Tim just checks the homework. Yeah. Gertie scares you. Yeah. Also, what was Gertie? A, a cardboard cutout? A cardboard cutout? Of what? You know, of a person. I don't really remember. Of just like, like a, a regular human yeah. who owns a cardboard cutout of just a non-famous human. Just a normal <laughs> human person. But it was actually, it was like a photo or is just some like drawing? Yeah, it was like a photograph of a per- like, but on cardboard and like cut out to be the the, the image of this person. That's such a funny name. Why was her name Gertie? I don't know. You're asking me to explain the thought process of an insane person. That's not a scary name. It was a scary cardboard cutout named Gertie. I find that name terrifying. It, the scary part of it was like it was just a regular person. 
cardboard cutout <laughs> named Gertie, which is like, what, why is that my punishment to go sit with this? Like I said, it's like certifiable. I don't understand. I'm, I'm more upset and confused about the fact that your teacher purchased a cardboard cutout of a human. What, what store do you even go to to just get a cardboard cutout of a person? They're not famous. They're just a normal. It's not even a mannequin. I think she made it. <laughs> what do you mean she made, she made it? Like she had it printed. I mean, this was so long ago, but it was just like I never had to go sit with Gertie because I was not. Do not catch me getting in trouble in that class. Yeah, I would not want to sit next to Gertie either. Jesus. Yeah, it was creepy. It was scary. It was like probably actually for all the teachers out there, if you really want your students to behave, get yourself a Gertie. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so just again, to double down on how crazy this person was, we had to do these writing prompts at the beginning of class. And a lot of the times they actually lined up to something about geography, like the deepest lake in Russia, like tell me what, well, actually that one was a little weird too. <laughs> but anyway, they normally like kind of at least tangentially had geography involved. The deepest lake in Russia? What was that about? I'll tell you that prompt <laughs> in a second. That Gertie was at the bottom at. <laughs> I dredged that lake and found Gertie. (laughs) That's where Gertie came from. And I met Tim in Russia when I was there. But that one prompt about the deepest lake in Russia, it was like a fairy is flying over, like whatever. Tell me what that fairy saw. (laughs) So it was just like... I don't know. The only correct answer is Gertie. <laughs> Definitely not Tim. Yeah, right? he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, didn't see Tim. It was dirty Gertie. I don't, well, I don't know. So I was just kind of like, uh, remember what I wrote? Everything I wrote in that class was bullshit. It didn't, like, there was no right answer. It didn't really matter as long as you did the writing prompt. So I can't remember what I said the fairy saw, but it was like, but at least that one like touched on geography of some sort. She also had a writing prompt that was, tell me how grills are dangerous. And I'm talking about like grills in your mouth grills, not like grills you barbecue on. It was just like, that was just the prompt in this geography class. Almost looking back on it now, it's like, oh yeah, you just have these preconceived notions and that's why you made us all write these writing prompts about how grills in your mouth are dangerous. I mean, like I am a little 12 year old white girl. I have no idea. I don't know. I was like, they could cut your mouth. You have to go to the hospital. I also said you could throw it at someone. <laughs> That's always just a good catch all for anything. Being yeah. dangerous. I like to imagine she was thinking about buying a grill, but then was thinking, should I? Let let me me see. Better ask the kids. Better ask all these kids what they think. This isn't dangerous, right? (laughs) I'm definitely having nightmares about Gertie tonight. (laughs) You don't even know what Gertie looks like. That's true. I can't even remember what Gertie looks like. I'm just imagining a stock photo of a man. (laughs) (laughs) No, Gertie was a girl. Gertie was a girl. Oh, right. Yeah. So a stock photo of a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm picturing like uh, like a a woman eating a salad, like all those stock photos. (laughs) I would just sit next to her. Like smiling, but clearly with a little bit of an edge. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I find Tim much scarier because I can actually visualize what he looks like. All right. We can move on. (laughs) Oh, because he's invisible. Because he's invisible. Yeah. Hilarious. Whoa. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Can I just say about Tim, the invisible man? That doesn't need to be an acronym. (laughs) 
if you just called him the invisible man, that's pretty satisfying to say, right? You don't have to call him Tim. I know. I, it, it, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> of course. You, that's such a Jesuit thing to like. Yeah. I kind of like the invisible man. Gertie's where I draw the line. <laughs> Dirty Gertie. Yeah. I had a preschool, like, actually, she was more like a caretaker, I guess, than a teacher, mm-hmm. but she was very superstitious mm-hmm. just as something to scare us she there was a tree out front which now thinking about it as an adult was a very unintimidating tree it was actually kind of small but it did have one of those holes in it uh, yeah. like maybe an owl could live in or something and she said that witches lived in there and she would throw oh us in that hole if we were bad she would throw you in the <laughs> hole how big was it i mean it was not very big but i mean we were little kids too so i mean probably our heads could fit in the hole at least god that's a little traumatic <laughs> it was extremely scary to me i did not want to get thrown in that hole yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw them in the hole yeah wait okay i don't think you made it better when you said at least your head could fit in. <laughs> if you're just putting someone's head in this hole that's basically big enough to fit their head that sounds like torture <laughs> yeah well it didn't ever happen so i never saw a kid get their head shoved into the hole but oh. if she had done that Yeah, she just threatened it, and I was afraid that there were witches in it. She said there were witches in there, so. Wow. All right, should Should we we move on? Yeah. Okay, so this is a longer one. And and this one's kind of spicy, honestly. Ooh, a spicy one, okay. This is one you'd want to hide from Warren, probably, if he were going to come by. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, Um, it looks like I wrote it with one of my charcoal pencils for art classes. I don't know why I did that, but that's definitely what it looks like. I like it. It looks Um, very intense. Mom, we need more charcoal pencils. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like those were a little expensive (laughs) to just be using like this. Well, I said Dear Diary and I crossed it out and then I wrote under it June 1st, 2004. Dear Deary, today was Warren's camp out and I went and I liked it, but I didn't know Matt was going to be there. Uh-oh. I thought this was going to be horribly, but it was so fun. Fun! <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never know. I guess I meant I never knew Max. Max could be nice. That's a big nice, though. That's a very bold <laughs> that is nice a big with nice. three exclamation points. Yeah. He's just always been weird around me. That's because one of my best friends told me Max likes me. <gasps> now, I wouldn't believe him. But one of Max's friends and Zach said... Zach, he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in parentheses. Why did I write that? I know he's my friend. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it's so funny that it says, and Zach said, and then parentheses, you originally had, he's my friend. But then you actually even wrote in the margin, Zach, Zach. he's my friend. In he's the parentheses, friend. after you were just talking about Zach. Okay, anyway... Zach, he's my friend, that Max read some of his dirty to him. What? <laughs> it just is. It just ended. So to break this down, you're saying that Zach, wait, Max read some of his diary to Zach and Zach told yeah. you that Max liked you. Yeah. Yes. I actually have memories of this happening to me, of of being told that Max liked me. I do remember that. Wow. Because I didn't like Max, so I was stressed about it. I do remember this. Well, you never knew he could be so nice. (laughs) Apparently, I did not. Apparently, I was... 
very <laughs> surprised that Max could be nice to the point that a lot of capitalized letters were involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you did add some prepositions in as you read it when you said, but it was fun. So fun. No, you just said, but it was fun, fun. Wow. <laughs> that was it. No other words yeah. in between them. <laughs> Yeah, so I totally, yeah, like I said, I totally remember this happening. Yeah, give us the deets, if that's okay. It's not okay with me. I don't know where Max is these days, but (laughs) I think the funniest part of this entry to me is still the fact that I am narrating this as if I am writing it to someone. Yeah, It's actually very convenient for you guys listening to it Mm -hmm. because it's like almost written for you. Right. I think my favorite (laughs) sentence is, my best friend told me Max likes me. Now I wouldn't believe him. (laughs) 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 That little aside. I do have low (laughs) self-esteem. Now, I wouldn't believe that anyone would like me. (laughs) Diary. Quit judging, (laughs) Dory. In my kid brain, that was a very stressful event to me. I have a very tough time telling people no or telling them Mm. that I'm not interested or things like that. That's how we got married. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. Yeah, that was just like something that I was like, I don't know how to tell him that I'm not interested. I got my first girlfriend in seventh grade or eighth grade, Uh probably (laughs) quite a bit older, but I was still horrible about this like asked her friend to ask her if she would be my girlfriend kind of thing and we went to a dance together Uh i got so nervous because it was like i guess when you're younger you don't experience a lot of things so you don't know what you do and don't like that was when i found out very clearly that i do not like to dance in public around other people (laughs) that's pretty much stuck with me to this day and so i i was at this dance with this girl And so I got a popcorn ball and I took it to the bathroom and I ate the popcorn ball in the stall. That was what I did that whole night. That was what I did. And she had no idea where you were? Nope. (laughs) She didn't know where I was. I eventually came out. I eventually came out and I asked one of my best friends had like an older cousin there for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he was there. I like asked him, I was like, what should I do to like get this girl to dance with me? He's like, well, you're here with her. So just go dance with her. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, you should probably at least go talk to her dad because her dad was like a chaperone there and like get to know him or something if I was going to date his daughter. What a bizarre thing to say. Well, go hang out with the dad. So instead I just hung out with her dad and I talked to him and it was really awkward. You bring over two, what did you say they were? Popcorn balls? Like, hey, you and me, Craig, want to go hit the stall? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saved the stall for you, bud. I actually got along better with him, I think, than than the girl. You want to (laughs) dance? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Probably wouldn't have been a good look for him, but. That's so funny because I, I mean, I knew as soon as I heard of the concept of a dance, that was not for me at all. I I would never go to that. But you didn't find out until you went there no i was fully confident that i had no problem at a dance and then when i got there and i was like i have no idea what to do with my body for this (laughs) dancing business Honestly, because I didn't ever have any amount of self-consciousness. I always say until high school, I was just Uh completely not self-aware until high school. Uh But I think this may have been actually the first, my first encounter with any level of (laughs) self-awareness. Oh my gosh. That is really funny. Paige, have you ever eaten any food in a bathroom stall? I cannot say that I have. 
I don't think I have. No. Yeah. Have Have you, Theo? Yeah, but it's too. It's too sad. Oh no! <laughs> it's too sad. Oh no! I mean, honestly, most eating food in a bathroom stall stories aren't happy ones. <laughs> yeah, I feel like any story, yeah, that ends like that, it's not not ideal. It reminds me of the like. Disney movies where like the bullied person is eating in the stalls. Yeah. Which is sad. Wait, which ones are those? Jungle Book? <laughs> yeah. Those animals sad. are pretty mean. Though. You have to go to the bathroom. Mowgli, are you done in there? <laughs> I gotta eat. I have a popcorn ball. I need to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should have clarified. I should have said Disney Channel original movies. Oh, I see. I do feel like that's kind of a trope of getting bullied and then because you can't go to the cafeteria to eat your lunch. You have to Go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm probably sure another place you can go. Well, no, no. It's it's. I know why. It's because it's because you don't want to like go into the cafeteria and not have anyone to sit with. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because all the tables are full. You don't want to just like sit in with a group. So you go and you eat in the bathroom instead. Oh, it's a scene in Mean Girls. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? Great. Disney Channel original. <laughs> Great Disney Channel original. Tina Fey did most of the Disney Channel originals, right? Yeah. That's why the writing's so good. <laughs> yeah. 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we good? Yeah. I yeah. think we're good. Okay. So we've read the journal. The dot. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what should I say? Um, <laughs> we read the Dury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we read the Dury. <laughs> our first Dury. <laughs> Actually, this is technically our first diary slash journal that we've done because we did my journal, but they were all very prompted answers. Yeah. Not a true journal. I don't know. I think it's pretty fun. I like hearing all of these stories about this awesome guy named Max. All the Max content. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan of the Max part, but... <laughs> I, I do like the evolution of Paige throughout this episode where she went from just being aloof and above it all to complete 180. Yeah. You're now bolding things so hard, you're almost ripping pages <laughs> and you're just like extremely excited to say stuff. Just for some excitement for next week, I started writing in Crown for a little while. Ooh. I don't know <laughs> That's why. That's a good teaser for next week. <laughs> on this audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, some Crayon you guys can't see. I'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. We had a great time making it. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. We appreciate all those five-star reviews that you're going to give us. Don't forget to rate and review our books on Smashwords. So, you know, I'm talking, what, what are the books? Three Cowboys. And Quest of the Dragon. What about the um, Daniels? Jabanuba. Jabanuba. Yeah, Jabanuba is not up there. Yeah. Yet. But it'll probably be there. It'll probably, you know what? Let's just say it. It's there. <laughs> It's yeah. <laughs> Rate it, review it, but probably don't read that one, honestly. <laughs> so we love uh, audience engagement. Don't forget to send us lots of emails uh, with all of your opinions about our episodes. Don't forget to send in fan art, fan theories, fan songs, you know, send us your, uh, your own stories or your durries, <laughs> a letter you wrote to your grandparents or something. I bet it's all funny. Uh, so yeah. Send us your scams, send us your spams. That email address is childgeniuspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. It really helps us when you tell your friends and family. 
Do you want to know the best way to get the word out, Joseph and Paige? Yes. Yeah. Become an Uber driver and just have our podcast playing constantly. So when people ask you to turn it off, just press rewind 15 seconds and say, please don't talk. I just missed something important. And that'll be a great <laughs> oh, way to spread the word. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's kind of mean. You'll definitely not get great ratings as an Uber driver. Yeah. Um, hmm. But that's not the point. Just make a new profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no I like that. It, you know, if if you're if you're making your drivers mad at you as an Uber driver, you're also kind of risking the fact that they will actively not like the podcast that mm. you're listening to because you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> But I'm kind of hoping that it will be like the one thing I like about this Uber ride is the podcast. So Thanks, everyone, for listening. Warren's coming by. Warren's <laughs> yeah. In the podcast, quick. <laughs> That's all for Lemon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.